Hello, this is Greg Prado. I'm the author of The Eric Carr Story. I'm wishing you all a happy holiday to all my fellow KISS fans. And I would like to point out that you're going to hear much more of me in about a month or so, because I'm going to be interviewed on the podcast. So stay tuned. Hope you're enjoying this holiday-themed podcast. Uh, we've got more to come, but we wanted to take a break from the action because we've got James here. James, how the hell are you? Man, I am doing good. It's been a rough couple months, but I'm glad to be back. You know who hates you? Who hates me? Mother Nature hates you. Man, you ain't kidding. Let me tell you what. It has been – I don't know uh, how many of you podcast listeners live around the Kentucky area. We have some in Kentucky and Tennessee and around this area. But we have had an abnormally large amount of snow and ice ever since Thanksgiving. Uh, it's been horrible, and I want to apologize for all the podcast listeners out there for being absent here lately. But with the weather and just other things going on in my life, it's been really hard, but – I'm glad to be back, and I hope to be back in full force, and we've got some great stuff coming up in 2011. Well, you know, with the being so cold outside, you know, you need something to warm you up. You know what that is, don't you? Oh, I know what that is.
So I was thinking we've been talking about this time of year, Christmas, and you know, one assumption that we tend to make, maybe not a fair assumption, is that everyone listening has all the albums and the DVDs and all that stuff. But I mean, what what I'm seeing on the message boards and and you as well, James, is that not everybody has all the all the material that's been released by Kiss. Absolutely not. And I'm wondering if you were to kind of construct a list of five essential products. It doesn't even have to be, you know, albums. It could be anything that you would that a Kiss fan needs to have. What would they be? Okay. Well, the very first thing would be the Kiss Chip and Dip set. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Right. Sorry, Gino. I had to get that one in there. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> no, absolutely first would have to be the Kiss box set. Um, right. 19, I think 1969 through 2001, it covers. And, um, you know, it doesn't have all of any album on it. But if you're just starting off and you need a sampler packet of what Kiss is, then that box set is what, is what you need. Because it really is the ultimate greatest hits plus some. Nice. So, Definitely start with the box set. Right. Okay. Number two, I would have to go with, and it's hard for me to pick any of the sets over the others, but you have to go Kissology Volume One. Right. Right. Um, now that's not necessarily saying that that has to be your favorite time period, but in terms of the band's legacy, that is possibly, arguably, the most important part is from 1973 through 1978. Yeah. So definitely look for um, Kissology Volume 1, particularly with the Largo 77 bonus disc, if you can. Um, third, and this is kind of maybe a personal thing, but there's a book out there called uh, Kiss Alive Forever. Yes. And any any Kiss fan at all needs Kiss Alive Forever. Um, unfortunately, it's a little, little harder to find now, and the prices are a little higher on Amazon than I would like at the moment. But uh, Kiss Alive Forever is definitely the Kiss Bible. Every show up through just after the reunion or farewell tour, I'm sorry, is covered in as much detail as you can get. Set lists, attendance, special notes, promoters, everything. Yeah. If you're a DVD bootleg collector, that is, is a must-have. And it's eye candy, too. Absolutely. I mean, the photos in there, some of them I've just – things I've never seen before. Outstanding stuff. Absolutely. And uh, just <clears> – <throat> Just to give a little shout out with that, um, with that you can go to kissfaq.com and where Julian Gill has put together a great companion, really, to Kiss Alive Forever, that kind of covers the, the time after Kiss Alive Forever. Yeah. Um, there are rumors that these guys um, are Kurt, going to go in Kurt and, and Jeff, is that yeah, right? Kurt, yeah, yeah, they're going to go back in and they're going to uh, update Kiss Alive Forever. Maybe that's something I've heard. I can't verify that. Well, if they're but if they're def- listening. I'll tell you, if they're listening, one thing I would love is is a hardback edition because mine is just beat to hell. That's why I know what the price is like on Amazon because mine is falling apart at the seams yeah. and I really want another one. And I don't think it's that it's a badly made book. It's just that I've used the, the heck out of it. I, I've looked at it so often and certainly with this show, I don't think there's a an episode of this show that we do that does not involve looking at that book. Oh, absolutely. And – so many times just as a fan i've read that book front to back back to front right it's just a phenomenal phenomenal book um after that i think you definitely need to look into the newest kiss album sonic boom wow nice. um because with the box set you get everything up through 2001 but as you know all of us kiss fans know kiss's last album came out in 98 before Sonic Boom. <clears throat> so to know what Kiss is up to currently and what Kiss is currently putting out and to just support the band and, and new music, there's one more thing that all Kiss fans should probably look for. And it's not something you can purchase right now, but if uh, if you're getting into Kiss, definitely save back some money, maybe a couple hundred bucks at least, and get two tickets to see Kiss live the next time they tour. Nice. You Definitely want to do that. There, I was a Kiss fan, unfortunately, for 11 years before I got to see the band live. And uh, I couldn't imagine not seeing them live now. Yeah. yeah, They're that good. So everything, just like Gene would say, everything you've heard is true. Right. Go see the band live. It, it, it's, uh, it's the one piece of... It's the one thing that you can purchase for Kiss that will last forever. 
Absolutely. You can't, there's, you know, DVDs break, CDs scratch, books fall apart, but the memories that you get from the first time being in the audience and hearing you wanted the best, you got the best. Or the first time you're in the middle of a confetti storm. Yeah. There's nothing that can replace those memories. Definitely go do that before before it's too late because if you don't, you will regret it. Nice. You know, I don't know if I can compete with that list. I'm, I, there's definitely going to be some overlap. Um, so I would agree Sonic Boom has got to be one of the things, you know, for all the reasons that you gave. This band is still making music and, uh, you know, why not support them? You, you, it's a great record. This is a great lineup. Um, it harkens back to the classic stuff, but it's updated and fresh enough so that you get a sense of where they are now. Um, I would also say the box set is, uh, you know, a a definite on that list. As far as Kissology though, I would actually go for the middle volume, volume two. For me, it's kind of a personal preference thing. I I think it's important, uh, for fans to kind of get that middle non-makeup era, uh, material and the box set does a kind of a skimpy job on that. It's sort of one complaint I have about the box set. There's one disc with the non-makeup era, and or, or I should say the Eric Carr non-makeup era, and it's almost exclusively Paul's material, and uh, it it doesn't really give you a sense of what the band looked like and and how it what the vibe was during that time. And a lot of Kiss fans grew up during that time. I, I was one of those Kiss fans, so. Um, Kissology Volume 2 gives you that, but it also gives you the movie, Phantom of the Park movie. And I feel like nothing quite right. captures the, the best and worst of Kiss at their peak in the 70s than that movie does. And it's it's so right. essential to any Kiss fans collection, for better and worse. Um, right. So Sonic Boom, Box Set, Kissology Volume 2. I would add Kiss Alive 2. Um, okay. Alive is a better album, but as we've talked about before, I think as an overall package, and and I would say, kind of like you said, save the the money and go on eBay and try to get a great uh, copy on vinyl with all the bells and whistles so that you can have that experience of opening it up, you know, in a 12 by 12 format and seeing that gatefold photo. It's 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 a part of history that shouldn't be missed. The last thing I would add put on the list is another one of those eBay purchases, and I'm leaning heavily here on the nostalgia factor, and maybe this is also my personal kind of preference for comic books, but I would say, you know, again, put aside a little bit of cash and get the Marvel comic, the original first issue, uh, Kiss super special uh, Marvel comic, the one that's printed in real Kiss blood. Don't get a reprint. Uh, Find one that has, you know, that's an original pressing with the posters and all that stuff, because, again, that's a slice of the legacy of this band that, that will never be replicated. Um, and it's got articles in there and cool photos and live, uh, you know, live concert pictures and all that stuff. It's not only a great snapshot of kiss at that time, but it's really about the era that they were coming up in and uh, a really great collectible. Okay. So here's the top five things that you don't want to get for kiss fans. Okay. So these are, you know, we did the things you do want to get. These are the things you don't want to get. All right, number five, um, there was a video game put out about 15 years ago, Kiss Pinball for the PlayStation 1. If you see this thing in a pawn shop, run the other way. There's no Kiss music. There's whole, not a whole lot of Kiss imagery in the thing, and it's not even a damn game to boot. Like, it's a horrible, horrible damn game. Stay away. Avoid it like the plague. Kiss Pinball, you know. <laughs> That's good. Number four, you don't want to get a Kiss fan, a compilation of Terry Gross's greatest interview hits. You just don't want to do it. You don't want to do that. Bad news. Number three, any Kiss DVD that does not feature the actual Kiss logo. It's not Kiss trying to be clever. They don't own shit. They're trying to get you. And Kiss Live in Las Vegas, while it has a logo, avoid, avoid, avoid. Number two, you don't want to get a Kiss fan any book by any author whose names all start with the letter G. And now, drumroll please, the number one item you do not want to get a Kiss fan. If your grandmother is a fan of Kiss, do not get her the Kiss casket. That will piss her off. It will be terrible, and she will hate you and will cry. All right, moving ahead to 1987. December 1st, 
just right before Christmas time, in St. Paul, we have whole lot of love performed live by Kiss. Give this a listen. Want to hear Led Zeppelin too? folks see them on the crazy nights tour yep yes nope <laughs> bill starkey i'm i'm starting to see a pattern here yes yes and 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 like i've told in many interviews i i was pretty much absent with the band and probably until about so you were mia definitely definitely until uh you know like i said i was still giving interviews and stuff like that um but um probably not until I think the album that sparked my interest was Revenge. And um, then I was able to meet up again with Gene and Paul, not till the expo that they were doing when they were doing the convention tours in the mid-90s, I believe. Right. And the guy that hooked us up, believe it or not, was Tommy Thayer. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, we talked... Well, we... All right, hold on a second. Tommy Thayer. 
there's no one in the Kiss camp get, that gets more lightning thrown his way pun than in, Tommy Thayer. Pun intended? Yes, pun intended. Bill. Yes. You said last year that the new Kiss lineup was as formidable as any Kiss lineup. I testify. I, uh, I tell you, I, and, and I have taken many people to shows, many shows on this last tour, and I always ask them, what did you think? And you'd be surprised people will say stuff like, I didn't know Tommy was that good. Well, he is. Would you I, call him an, an uh, imposter? Oh, no. I'll make a sweeping statement here. I mean, this is the difference between, you know, Tommy and Eric and Ace and Peter. Uh, and it says something about Gene and Paul, too. You know, Gene and Paul are fans of Kiss. And, you know, they, they, they purport to be that, but I really think they are fans of, of Kiss. And, of course, Tommy and Eric, and Tommy especially, are fans of Kiss. Ace and Peter, I think they are Kiss. They're not fans of Kiss. Right. Yeah, and- I could show Gene a review. Even if it was a bad review, he'd laugh about it. You know, I mean, and, and I would show him these things. I'd say, here, Gene, did you see this? Here, put this in your collection. And, he, and he'd appreciate it, you know? Right. But, Joe, you're, and, and, you're, you're right. I mean, you, you hit on something. I mean, both of you guys hit on something here, which is just that kind of, like, that, that difference between, you know, we hear it all the time on the message boards, and, and fans bring this up a lot, you know, um, r- running the show and being the show or kind of like who's rock and roll and who's, who's business. And, I mean, and, and that, I, I, there's no judgment attached to that. It's just really an observation. But, Joe, you're, it sounded like you were going to, Say something about that, though. Well, I mean, you know, it, it just comes down to where you fall in your appreciation for the band. I mean, if, you, if you're uh, somebody who likes that sort of more pure rock and roll vibe in the band, then, yeah, you're going to miss something right now because Ace and Peter aren't there. I mean, especially Ace. But if you're a fan of the band, you have to take comfort in that everybody that's on stage right now is also a fan of the band. We're kind of at this point, we're kind of all in it together, you know? Excellent point. Well, and the weird thing about even like Eric, to me, Eric's really always been in the band. I mean, why, I don't even know why they talk about it. Like, well, he's not the cat man. Well, he's been in the band since the nineties. So to me, you know, these guys really aren't like these handpicked musicians. They've always been with kiss in some way, shape or form. I think that, uh, you know, I mean, we all know, or at least we have an idea what we think it's like with, with Gene and Paul, and, and you've got such dynamic personalities. Um, here's Tommy in the middle of it, you know, and, and, and Eric, too. And, and But I think, you know, Tommy's the one that kind of, like, you know, brings him together. Who knows? I mean, when I, ran, when I first met the guy and they were doing the expos, I th- how much of that was his motivation? You know, maybe, you know... You know, that's just, just the way I look at it. I think he has more of a hand in this than, than people give him credit for. And, and and I'm basically a KISS fan, so I, I thank him for keeping this dream alive for me, for my nephews and, and the, the people that I know that have never seen KISS. Thank God they can still in 2010 see the band. Well said. And I want to go back in time. Like you said, Eric's been there for a long time. He's no, he's no new guy in the KISS world. And I want to go back to 1992, which is when I first saw them. You know, and I'd been a Kiss fan already for for more than a decade, and it was really exciting because the Revenge lineup was just so solid. And this is a performance from Sacramento, California, December sixteenth, right around Kissmas time, and not a huge audience to say the least, but hell of a performance. Give this a listen.
Now we're going to Vancouver, New Year's Eve, 1999. And this is the show that allegedly gave birth to the uh, intended Alive 4, which became the Millennium Concert CD. And this is what it really sounded like on that night. This is the first performance of Heavens on Fire with the original lineup. Give this a listen. close out the show tonight with a little love for Peter Chris, who took some time to be on our show uh, a few months ago and it was really great to talk to him and um, you know I think all four of us and certainly everyone listening will will attest to the fact that you know when it goes back to the original founding members they they were the bedrock of what this is all about and were it not for them we wouldn't we wouldn't be here talking about this this band and this legacy and um, you know one of the cool things that happened in December of 2003 um, a little bittersweet because this was the, the the last time Peter played with Kiss, 
but this was Peter's birthday on December 20th, 2003. We're going to hear him singing Beth, and then Peter's going to be sharing with us, just exclusively for podcast, his Kissmas memories, some of his favorite memories from the time this from this time of year. So give this a listen. Do you have a favorite New York Christmas memory? Oh, God. I've had so many. Right. Uh, you know, but I, I, don't, I had so many, but I remember... Like, yeah, I do actually have a, a great one. We were, we, were, we were playing the garden. It was around that time, and uh, I haven't seen my daughter in a long time, and it was near Christmas. And my wife, not even then, she said, why don't you send for her? And uh, I, I said, ah, yeah, maybe. And sort of, she sort of did a lot of it without me knowing it, kind of. So we got a major snowstorm in New York, and she just got in before it, and I didn't really, really know that. And then uh, I kind of got a knock on my door, and it was my kid, who then was my daughter, was still kind of young. And it was, uh, it was really a good Christmas gift. <laughs> nice. I want to thank everybody for being on the show, and I want to thank everybody for listening. And before we split, uh, Bill, let me let me start with you. I'm going to go around here and ask what what do you want for Christmas this year, 2010? Uh, Kissology four, but it, I don't think it's going to happen, is it? Well, I don't know. That they're talking about it like it's it's a, it's a done deal. I, I'm, not I'm for this. Not, not for Christmas. Not for Christmas though. Not for 2010. No, not for 2010. I'm sure it probably is a done deal. Um, and, and then how about how about um, a phone call from Hollywood where they were where they would be uh, interested in finally doing the Kiss Army movie? Oh hey, there we go. You know that I think I think it's time for a Kiss movie, and I think um, the Kiss Army movie would be the the uh, ultimate. You mean a movie about the the Kiss Army, not necessarily even about the band? No, not about the band at all. Just about about a bunch of goop, goopy kids and. 
1975 and the, the great lengths they went to to get Kiss on the radio and how eventually Kiss rewarded them by coming to Terre Haute and playing for them and them getting to meet Kiss. I would That'd be that. an excellent idea. I'd love it. The, irony so. there, the irony there, Bill, to me is that the Kiss Army started by, you know, desire to get Kiss on the radio. Well, that never really happened, but you certainly got a good uh, fan club out of it. <laughs> it got to the point where certain disc jockeys in Terre Haute were going to quit the station because they got tired of playing Kiss. You mean they were, they were playing side one of the Elder? No, God, no. <laughs> Joe, what do you want for Christmas? Well, it's it's like Bill. It's not going to be this this uh, this holiday, but I'm kind of thinking. You know, they sort of did it with, you know, the Alive 35 shows. But I, I'm kind of hoping that someday they'll, well, someday soon. I hope that um, they'll start doing what a lot of bands are doing, which is playing whole albums live yes. as part of the show. To play, you know, Destroyer or Dress to Kill or Rock and Roll Over from start to finish, and then, you know, fill it out with other hits from, the, you know, from, you know, from the repertoire. That I would like to see. Me and too. I don't, you know, I don't know if they'd ever do it because of the, their attitudes towards album cuts when they go out on tour. But um, that's that's something that that I'd really like to see. You and me both. Yeah, they almost they nearly did it with the uh, the Symphony show. They're really close with Destroyer, but. Close, but like Gene says, close, but no guitar. And now, Ken, I know what you and I want for Christmas, so go ahead. Actually, there's many things I'd like for Christmas this year. World peace. A new album, though, like you guys said, it's not coming, you know, this year. And I still, that world peace thing is really high up there. But <laughs> but if if we can't get world peace, what I would like is is for... Our general, our commanding officer of the KISS Army, to make a proclamation that only he can make. <laughs> what is that? I'd like you to make this podcast, the podcast, the official, yes, I'm saying it, the official podcast of the KISS Army. Your wish is granted, my, my good man. Oh, my God. This is the official podcast of the KISS Army, and who better to make that proclamation than I? Wow, this is like doubly good because earlier you said I said something profound. I want that kept on the record, okay? Everyone got that? You guys were all witness to it, okay? Wow. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, thank you so much. Seriously, it means a lot to us. When Gary first had this this little idea in his tiny little noggin and, and brought it to me and, and Ferk and and we managed to make it happen. Yeah, and and I want to thank uh, Tony for being a part of that. Who? Oh, definitely. Yeah, who was a, a a big piece of that when we first started, and he hosted it on on the web for us, and um, really kind of uh, allowed us to put it together. And and, and you know, Roy. and Roy, absolutely for and Jeff, great web design. Jeff, Mike, uh, everybody Mike. who's contributed. Um, you know, Andrew, every, Andrew, the people. Basically, just anyone who's little been a Tony, little Tony, big Tony, big Tony, Fred, Bruce Kulick, Bob Kulick, Ginger, Tommy Thayer, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Wilma, Betty, all of them, <laughs> and the whole Hee Haw gang. Right. Uh, all, all kidding aside, Bill, I, I want to tell you something. I used to get those rock and roll magazines and with their uh, incredibly bizarre black and white pictures, and I'd read about you. Oh, really? Yeah, this is 12-year-old kid at the time. Of course, I'm 47 now. But um, who knew I'd be doing this all these years later? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it as, as Joe mentioned earlier, it made you feel if you were the outcast or the loner, the kid who was a little bit off in school, that, that there was something bigger out there. And, you know, you said that uh, you didn't change anyone's life, kissed it. I'm going to go and really say that it's not so much that Kiss changed any of our lives. It's what we saw in the possibilities that KISS may have brought to each one of us that, yeah. changed, that changed our own life. So in a sense, we changed our own life. It's just the opening of the door. Absolutely. Right. I mean, and Joe, you, you also said, you said it really well earlier t tonight as well. I mean, both, both you and Ken really hit the nail on the head here, which is that it was really important. I mean, I can say this personally, too. It was just incredibly important for me as a kid and, and still as an adult to know that this 
was there and that this is there, even when the band, you know, if, if there's a time when the band doesn't exist anymore, you know, that this is real, you know, that this Kiss Army thing is, is real is so important because of those bad times, you know, because of the good times and, and everything in between. Uh, to know that there are people who share, uh, you know, something in common and, and an allegiance is so super important. So thank you. Yeah, seriously, thank you, Bill. Yeah, you did a great thing, Bill. I am, I am humbled to represent you guys. And like I said, give credit to KISS for listening to what was going on in Tarot, Indiana, because they didn't have to. And there were also you know? the, the uh, folks that came up with you. You know, any movement starts with uh, a bunch of people. You know, is, are there any of those people you want to mention? Any of the original folks? That well, yeah, my, you know, my my brother was with me. Of course, Jay Evans, the field marshal. You know, there's so many you can't name them all, and somebody's going to be upset that they weren't mentioned. So right, and that happens. And, and there's a, there's a lot of people. They know who they are. The people who I, I know uh, who've got kids now in their 30s and who, who their kids are saying, yeah, my dad was one of the original people in the Kiss Army, and that's true, they were. Thank you so much for everything. And Merry Christmas. You're welcome. Merry Christmas, and Gene, one and all. And Gene bless us, everyone. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and that's our show. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podkiss.com. If uh, you have any suggestions, comments, or just want to talk to us, drop us a line at podkiss.com at gmail.com be sure to check out James's other site which is called zombiefaq.com for all you white zombie fans it's the place to be a big thanks to Julian and all of our friends over at kissfaq.com big thanks to all of our pals at mykisslife.net Keith LaRue and all the staff over at kissonline.com they do a great job representing the hottest band in the land if you have a kiss related website and want us to uh, mention it in the show notes or uh, possibly talk about it on the air just let us know and we'll see what we can do about that as James mentioned, be sure to check out KISS Online for links to all the individual band members' websites. And as always, a big thanks to Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Fraley, Peter Crisp, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memories of the late, great Eric Carr, and the late, great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night.